Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, the 6th of September, and it's Reader Book Day. And a big happy birthday to Roger Waters, Rosie Perez, Macy Gray, and Idris Elba. There were 37,011 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and 68 additional deaths. As school's return and Parliament resumes, Vaccine Minister Nadeem Zahawi says the plan to introduce vaccine passports for large venues at the end of the month is still on track. By the end of September, when everyone has had the opportunity to be fully uh, uh, vaccinated for the uh, large venues, venues that could end up causing a real spike in infections where we need to use Um, the uh, certification process. Um, That is the sort of right uh, thing to do. He also says no decisions have been made yet on whether healthy 12 to 15 year olds will get a COVID jab. And Professor Adam Finn, member of the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunisation, says that while the vaccines are safe, there are some concerns about potential side effects. The fact that there are side effects, albeit very rare, which we don't really understand at this point, means that there is a risk that we could be doing more harm than good with this vaccine. And in that situation, even though it's not very likely, we really are cautious to advise that all children should receive the vaccine. The head of Britain's armed forces, General Sir Nick Carter, has been speaking out on Afghanistan. He says everybody got it wrong on the speed with which the Taliban moved. He says what happens next is hard to predict and that it very much depends on whether the Taliban can keep control of the situation on the ground. If we end up with the, the sort of fracture that we suggested could happen, then I think all bets are off. Um, you know, it'll critically depend upon effective government. And we all know, because we saw it tragically the week, uh, last week, um, that attack on the airport from um, Islamic State, Khorasan, uh, that there are some really bad people out there. Labour's shadow foreign secretary, Lisa Nandy, says that Afghanistan and the Taliban still pose a real risk to the UK's national interest. The urgent task for the government is to make sure that Afghanistan does doesn't collapse once again into a haven for terrorism. But I think we have to be clear-eyed about this. We are in a much weakened situation. We're going to have to work with the widest range of international partners, not just our allies, in order to safeguard Britain's national interest. Friday saw a terror attack in New Zealand as a man already under police surveillance stabbed seven people in an Auckland supermarket. The man who was said to be inspired by ISIS ideology was shot dead by the police. Now Prime Minister Jacinta Ardern says that New Zealand will need to toughen its anti-terror laws to avoid something like this happening again. Agencies used every tool available to them to protect innocent people from this individual. Every legal avenue was tried. But we owe it to everyone to have other people look at the facts of this case too, to analyse them, to see what was done and what more could have possibly been done. Sunday saw the close of the 2020 Paralympics in Tokyo. Despite COVID and a year-long delay, the Games were hugely successful for Team GB. They won 124 medals, including 41 golds, finishing second in the medal table. And Paralympic legend Baroness Tani Gray-Thompson, who won 11 gold medals over her five Paralympic Games, paid tribute to the teams and the organisers for Channel 4. The Games have been amazing because, first and foremost, I think we're looking at the athletic and sporting performances. 
And whether that's looking at Paralympics GB or other countries coming through, the sport has been great. Thomas Young with the performance of his career. What Paralympics GB seems to be doing right is having breadth across all the sports. You know, to win gold medals and medals in so many sports and to beat every other country is really quite exciting. Still to come on the Smart 7, Bob Mortimer might be lying to you and we pay tribute to Girls Aloud Sarah Harding right after this. You're listening to the Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. This weekend saw more World Cup qualifier action as Scotland beat Moldova 1-0, the Republic of Ireland drew one all with Azerbaijan and Gareth Bale grabbed a hat-trick to lead Wales to a 3-2 victory over Belarus. England were in action too against the mighty minnows of Andorra, coming away 4-0 winners, which leaves them top of their qualifying group for the World Cup in Qatar next year. Manager Gareth Southgate was pleased, but focused on the next game. We've been able to give players that deserve the game a game and... Um to rotate the squad ahead of a, another very important fixture with the result that Hungary have had today. The game with Poland is the critical one, really. Bob Mortimer's had a truly varied career from starring with Vic Reeves in surreal comedy shows including Shooting Stars through to Gone Fishing with Paul Whitehouse and, of course, his regular mighty appearances on TV game show Would I Lie to You? Now he's written a book called And Away, and well, it may not all be strictly true, as he told The One Show. I do quite a lot of appearances on the show Would I Lie to You, and I tell these little stories from my youth and from my life. Um, and people seem to enjoy them. So I thought... Um, they don't I'll... enjoy them, they love them. Yeah. Oh, well, I thought I'd tell some more. Well, you mean it's not gotcha. the truth? Some parts of the book I, I, I offer up the, the reader to decide which is true and which isn't true of the stories, and... Um, yeah, it's just those little tales from throughout my life, which people seem to enjoy. The death has been announced of Girls Aloud star Sarah Harding, who died aged just 39 from breast cancer. Her mother announced the death of her bright, shining star on Instagram, and tributes flooded into the singer, actress and reality TV star. Girls Aloud number one hit The Promise won them a Brit Award. Sarah went on to act in movies and even appeared in four episodes of Coronation Street. She also won Celebrity Big Brother in 2017. She first rose to fame on the BBC TV show Pop Stars The Rivals and former judge Pete Waterman has nothing but fond memories of her. Rest in peace, Sarah. Sarah was a lovely, lovely person. I remember, as I say, a mum at a house. They were overjoyed and during the series... You know, we, we spent a lot of time just talking everything through. Uh, it wasn't he- easy. The whole competition thing sort of made us and them, but not with Sarah. Sarah was just a delightful young kid. She was great. Enthusiasm, full of life. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris.